Hi friends, welcome to a James Red extended slash James Red podcast viewing and or listening audio visual experience. <laughs> I want to be experimental with this channel, be a bit more playful. I want to keep my main channel pretty locked in. So here's going to be a bit of a playground for some other ideas that have been bouncing around in my head. Um, it's probably going to lean more into the long form realm and I want to be talking on my own, but also hopefully talking with some other people. And the good news is this one I'm going to share with you today is a conversation with my my good and new friend, uh, Ben. haven't known him for too long, but we've really hit it off. He is a father and a creator. He, he edits videos. I am a father and a creator. I edit videos. And so we wanted to talk about being able to be creative and productive and also be a father and just some... some ideas and, and hopefully some wisdom from what we've learned in our um, still relatively new journey as uh, fathers, even though he's been a father for longer than I have. But uh, neither one of us have gotten a kid to adulthood yet, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, it was a lovely conversation, and I, I do hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we had a lot of fun. hope you guys think so, too. So enjoy. Three, two, hi, Ben. Hey, James. How are you doing? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, uh, so today we're going to be talking about creativity, productivity, and fatherhood. And so whether you're a photographer, you're a videographer, you're a designer, watercolor painter, uh, this will, if you're a creative professional and you have a family, hopefully this will be something that will be interesting. That's what we're going to be talk, blabbering about today. So um, first off, I want to talk about our current uh, fathering situation, okay? So I have a daughter, and she is about 17 months old. And um, how many children have you founded, Ben? <laughs> I have fathered two boys. Um, one is two and a half. Is that what you call it? <laughs> found it <laughs> sired <laughs> what is it when they um um established uh, you know established 2020 um, yes yes yeah, how many yeah. children have you established into existence uh, my oldest boy is two and a half and my my younger one is how old is he he's like nine months nine months okay great yeah. great so uh okay so um how is that going for you as a father right now just generally speaking yeah, I mean, right now, um, I have a pretty good rhythm with, you know, having the boys and and just working and being creative. Obviously, how that has looked has evolved and changed and gone from very frustrating to to manageable and, and quite workable. So um, definitely a good spot now. And it's definitely quite a quite a process for me mm. to, you know, having gotten to this point. You know, it's it's been two and a half years right since mm -hmm. since my son was born so that whole time has just been even still trying to just kind of figure out how to balance balance all those things okay so maybe i'm like halfway along in the process that you're currently on i mean you're probably uh i'm a paddle smarter and more adept than i am so it probably won't take you that long to get to a good spot but right like every season's different right so as soon as you start getting like you know get a handle on the rhythm of things and you know something changes and you gotta kind of 
gotta adapt to it. Oh, right, because right, so, the the children develop. The, the children develop. The schedule changes. You know, you go from one nap or from two naps to one nap. Yeah, and so then that changes the whole thing. And you know, does your does your wife have to you know go start doing something different or have a different schedule of her own? So you know, yeah, sure, like can can definitely change. So it's definitely keeps you on your toes for sure 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 okay so so you also work from home alongside mm -hmm. of having little ones and you are making videos um and so and i and i'm not sure how many projects you're also managing alongside your your main work but uh how many projects are you managing is that is 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 it work plus um this youtube thing that you're working on is it work plus that plus are you trying to hop up on on the tiktoks <laughs> as the um, youth say yeah you, you know I, I definitely try to avoid tiktok as much as possible okay um i definitely had a had a run with tiktok in in 2020 and and i'm glad that i completely got rid of it before <laughs> i had like it was too late all that stuff because <laughs> i it, it'd be so challenging to have to like build habits off of trying to not be addicted to tiktok um uh, yes i do yeah we should definitely we'll get into that eventually uh this idea of, of self-control and online and all of that stuff because um I've, I've noticed that that takes up a lot of that can take up a lot of time so uh okay so you're so you're working from home and I didn't even I didn't even answer your question. Oh yeah, so I, I was, I was thinking. Wait, hold on. I don't remember his answer. I, didn't but even I, get I thought that I meant that I wasn't by, listening. I got distracted by TikTok. Um, so I I work full time. That's what TikTok does. That's it's what distracting. It's distracting. It's so distracting. It's so fulfilling. Um, no, so I work a uh, full time uh, at a video production company, I head up our post-production end of, end of things. So lots of editing, motion graphics and things like that. So that's kind of my, my full-time job. I think I end up working maybe 35 hours a week on average with that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, on the side, I just, just being like a creative person, like it's, it's having a full-time creative job is not enough in the sense of I have my own things that I want to do, right? And mm -hmm. and when you're working in a in a, you're you're making videos for corporate clients and and things like that, you don't really get that sort of like I don't self-expressionism as mm. I don't know. However that sounds. And so and I've always just enjoyed making things of my own. Um, mm. finding YouTube was pretty mind-blowing to me of like mm. oh, what do you mean I can share like these things that I find absolutely hilarious with the the entire yeah. world right? right so well yeah and you've um, always been you've always been the jokester so a lot of your videos have included you putting in these goofy like one-liners and things yeah. like that yeah and so, yeah it's really cool that you can you can have some people watch that and, and people like totally. you will decide that's interesting like like you james like you like me find that interesting <laughs> i do I, um i like intricacies i like i like humor humoristic statements yeah yeah like total can't recall. i came <laughs> i came up with a humoristic statement today you want to hear it yeah i do uh what does an unsure ninja sound like tell me james hiya <laughs> 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 solid 
Solid. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I came up with it over breakfast today. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm going to um, tell my dad he likes those. Okay. So um, anyway, uh, where were we one at? Other thing. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, self-expression. Yeah. But what, I don't even know what your question was. You were talking about how many projects mm-hmm. I'm managing. How anyway, many projects yes. you're managing? You're, so you're, you're I'm, moving into the I've got my full-time job. Of, yeah. And then I, then I work on, on my own own projects on the side when I can. Okay. Okay. So you would say, would you say that you have a lot going on? Um, I don't know if I would. Um, okay. I think I've definitely fallen into the whole in the past the whole like hustle culture stuff and like you know saying you know people ask how you are and you're like oh man i'm good but i'm just so busy you know everybody kind of says that and kind of just thinking about it i'm not that i'm we fill our time we fill every moment of our day with things like you're not gonna not fill your day with things because you're always doing something even if it's nothing mm-hmm. um and so it's it's just kind of the the choices of how you how you spend that time. And so of course I'm busy with things, but I'm it's you know by choice I'm I'm maybe doing more things than sleeping more or watching TV more or you know things like that. I gotcha. I gotcha. If that you. makes any sense. So you've so would you say that over time you've been able to work in more uh, leisure time? Yeah, I think um, I think what happened for me. Hold on, I, I need a drink of water. No, that's that's important to do. You know, um, that is how we survive. Humans one, can only one live for ways. 20, 20, what is it, twenty thirty six hours or something without water, and then we can survive for like a year without food. So, well, I don't. That want is to not do that. a scientific statement. <laughs> that is not what I want to do. <laughs> Um, give me just a second. I'm gonna forward an email. I just <laughs> that's <got>. important. <laughs> just... Very important. I was uh, I was checking Slack right before we started, so that's fine. This is it. This is the this, this is the thing. You know, one thing I have noticed as a, a father is my ability to like just switch tasks and always be like, I don't know. I yeah. think I was so much more rigid before because I I had to learn how mm. to work in general and be productive and in doing that i found my spaces where i could be productive and then but but being a father has taught me to be able to expand that yeah and 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 say where can i find any time right because mm-hmm. the time is much more limited and by the way i i want to say this before we get too far into this um there i don't want anybody to to get the sense that i there's a negative connotation with fatherhood paired with work and all of this stuff here because it's amazing i think we would both agree it's absolutely wonderful um and that uh it it is something that brings so much joy on any given day like even when when your kid comes in and interrupts you like my little girl comes in, I have a stand-up desk and it has buttons on it and she always pushes the buttons to move the stand-up desk up while I'm editing. 
And sometimes, well, the other day she moved it down and I screamed at her because I thought she was going to crush my knees. But um, so even when that happens, it's adorable and it's wonderful and it's great. Um, so there's, it's just, uh, I always want to like, I don't know, my general sense before I became a father was everybody was saying, oh man, once you do it, you can't go back. And there's all this, there's all this terrible stuff about it. And I learned that um, I, it was just, it was so different than what I imagined it could have been. And I don't know if people were just like bitter about being fathers mm. and they want to like, let me know that I should like, I don't know, but I, I love, I love being a father. I love working. I love everything. I, uh, this, my life has gone into this beautiful new season. So with all of that said, I forget where I was. Carry on. I mean, I, I mean, I would absolutely agree. I think, I think the point of stuff like this is, is just like any other part of life, you know, right? Like marriage is wonderful, but you know, that your life changes, you know, mm -hmm. you're not single anymore and you're not, you know, right. you're not, you know, right. whatever. And so there are changes that have to happen to accommodate that because you're, you're living with and in some ways for another person. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's, that's going to change things. And so, yeah, I think the, the purpose of conversations like this is not to be like, oh, look, fatherhood is so hard. And, you know, look what I have to do in order to like get by. It's like, no, fatherhood is <laughs> a wonderful thing. And, ha you know, your life changes because of that. And you still have the responsibilities to to provide for your family. And so how are you going to do that? It's a response. The best way that you can. Yes, yes. It's a responsibility and an opportunity at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So uh i don't even know but yeah yeah okay great things we, we don't know <laughs> <Thanks>. goodbye <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how you do it good luck <laughs> let us know if you figure it out <laughs> okay so how how much are you working i think i made the assumption that you're working from home all the time how much are you working from home yeah i i from for my day job for my full-time job i i end up working around 35 hours a week okay um and right i don't have to commute i don't have to do any of that stuff i'm not wasting time by like you know ch chatting with people at the office which it, like there will be i'll probably go into um the studio which is my my boss's house and um do that like a couple times a month and so mm -hmm. we'll get together and do stuff and it's not the intended purpose is not to be highly productive it's to kind of collaborate and and kind of be in the same space as each other but i got you um and then kind of on my own stuff i'll work i don't know anywhere from five to 15 hours a week um mm. on just my own like personal personal projects and stuff and that 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 is all over the place okay yes sure sure okay so um so in that have how have you been able to find separation for yourself from from work and family and yeah. i know really all the other stuff i mean i i hate to go too broad right now let's see let's say work and the children <laughs> yeah yeah i think i mean just very practically speaking it helps to have you know more than a two-bedroom apartment um mm. i live in a, a three-bedroom house and Truth. my office is upstairs um and it's an a-frame house so it's an office a loft and then and then downstairs whoa so it just having the the physical separation from the rest of the family um and from the boys and and having like the stairs 
as a separation mm. just physically is incredible. Boys do helpful. have a hard time with stairs. Yeah, well, they both are actually doing quite quite well with the <laughs> stairs, unfortunately. Um, but, um, and, and you know, just a lot of work of just, hey, daddy's going upstairs, you know, don't go upstairs, you know, while daddy's working, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and, you know, we lived in a two bedroom apartment before and we would have figured out ways to make it work for sure. Like you'd have to, um, it would just be different. So, yeah, but the physical, physical separation of, of in, in a space like this is helps. Incredible. That, that's been exactly the same for me. We, I didn't know that having a two story house was going to be so beneficial for, uh, having a kid. Me and Christina always thought, what we we in the end i think we probably do want a one-story house uh but we realize how useful it is to have like you said that separation have a completely separate level where i can record a video like this for example um and christina can be downstairs bopping around in the kitchen and, and banging things around or even i can be recording this video and um she can be in there uh, kaya can be in there taking a nap and I'm probably not going to wake her up. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of separation, and and that that is so that's been incredibly helpful for allowing for focus. Um, we're currently looking for another babysitter, but the babysitter would be downstairs, right? And then that would there was this, and and then Kaya would is kind of always just wanting mom. So whenever mom comes around, she's baby is always wanting mom. So it's helpful. those books are funny to me where they always say baby instead of the baby. Silly. But um, so, yeah, having having visual separation is is has been a really big deal. And um, and so that's helpful. But also, um, do you have is there a time separation that you create between you and the the family? Yeah, yeah totally. I um. I used to think that this was like in college, uh, that being a creative professional meant that you had sort of like this chaotic lifestyle. You worked whenever you worked late at night and then you could do whatever, mm -hmm. whenever. Um, and definitely I when I haven't slept in a day. Yeah. Um, then I got married and it was like, Oh, I need more structure. We're doing mm -hmm. stuff in the evenings. And, and so I actually got to get work done in the day and it was, but it was, you know, still kind of lax. And then, after you know becoming a father and stuff um it took a while i think it was like a year of creating sort of a schedule but mm -hmm. now what that has turned into is i go up to work at nine mm -hmm. um we have breakfast at like seven excuse me seven thirty or eight mm -hmm. and then um clean up we do like playtime. we'll go outside whatever do like a morning walk around the yard whatever mm -hmm. play some play with some balls and then nine o'clock is kind of like you know, nine, ten, whatever. It's kind of like I go upstairs and I work, and then that's until eleven thirty lunch, and then kind of twelve, twelve forty-five. One, I'll head back upstairs and work until mm -hmm. four, four thirty. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like okay, nine o'clock hits, it's work. Eleven thirty hits, it's lunch, and then mm -hmm. you know four thirty hits, that's that's dinner time. And so mm -hmm. you gotta gotta be done with work and go to dinner, right? Mm -hmm. So it helps to have a schedule that. You know, hey, I have to get all of my work in done, in um, and finished, um, in this time, and then um, 
I don't know if you know Parkinson's law, but it's it's Ooh. the idea that work expands to fill right. the time that you give it, right? And I was so, thinking it was the uh, everything. Um, no, no, no. It was the what can go wrong will go wrong, but I think that's a different law. <laughs> that's uh, uh, Newton's law. That Newton's no, law. No, no, it's not. No, it's not Newton's it's, law. What's Newton's law? Well, there's the there's the isn't the three to Google uh, Newton's law. What's it? Oh, oh it's an object at rest remains at rest, and an object, object in motion. motion, motion. Uh, that's no, what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember now. Okay, everything yeah, I know what you're talking about. Anyway, that can go wrong. Will what's this one? Murphy's law. Murphy's law. Okay, yeah. I always think of uh, Interstellar. Oh, is that is that a thing mentioned is it, in there? Isn't it his daughter daughter's name? You have to forgive Mur me. I haven't actually seen that entire Murphy. movie. Is his daughter's name? Ah, is that what it? Maybe I'm just. I think you're right. I might I might just be pulling stuff. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think I think I think that's right. But anyway, we're. Scanning. I don't know. I just like I like I like the I like they have some really cool scenes in there. I've only seen uh, the scenes. I've only seen it once. Um. Anyway, so having a so schedule, anyway. you have to get, get things done by a certain time. It's dinner time. My son comes running up and he knocks on my door and he's like, Daddy, dinner time. Come on, Daddy, dinner time. So um, he's your I think, calendar. I think that helps. So I, I think the, the physical separation, but also uh, a fairly strict schedule. And obviously that has to change. You know, the mm -hmm. other day, last week, actually, I, I took a break for dinner at like, I had to work until like, setting till 5.30 p.m took a break for dinner and then went back up to work and I was editing until 10 p.m. because we just had a super tight turnaround that the client's event was happening the next day. Mm -hmm. And so the video had to get done. So there's times like that, where, but that's, you know, I don't know, maybe once a month that that mm -hmm. happens, but 90% of the time. In the middle of the day, is there pockets where you're going down and hanging out or are you just kind of up there all day? Um, I'll go down in like middle of the morning, get some like fresh coffee and then kind of a couple times in the afternoon to, I don't know, get tea or decaf coffee or something like that. So I'll definitely, I'm definitely a break kind of person. Mm. Uh, like yesterday it was, I think it was three and I, I just went and I laid on my floor and I listened to my audiobook, and that ah, was, cool. that was really nice. I did that for like five, seven minutes, just like pretty short. Yeah. And then just laid on my floor and closed my eyes, listened to my book, and then then got back to work. So yeah, definitely, definitely a break person. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to get breaks uh, to work for me as well. And I'm trying to schedule them in. And and um, well, you know, one of the things I'm dealing with right now is I have I have um, I would say that I am doing a lot. I have a lot of projects that are happening simultaneously, and um, my main work has deadlines obviously and then my uh, my other big project which is a, a skillshare course has a deadline but it's much more soft and i've already passed it so i'll just put it that way uh, that's so, that's that's worse now you're never gonna get it <laughs> i know i know uh so uh so what so you gotta that, do is you gotta, you gotta my send channel. the files over to me and, and i'll help you edit okay that sounds good that sounds good um uh let's see i'm already putting it on drive we'll see <laughs> so i got you I have, I have hard deadlines. I have softer deadlines, put it that way. Yeah. And I have a really hard time deciding 
I'm going to stop for 10 minutes and do something that just would be pleasant and is not mm. productive, you know? And so it seems for you that you've been able to kind of, um, is, is, is that a discipline for you or is that something that you, you naturally feel okay with doing? That, um, like last week when I had that, that edit, I didn't take like any breaks. I was just like, I have to just work, 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 mm-hmm. um, and get it done. I think I went, um, my, my wife and the boys were out, um, for the day. So I just went down for lunch for like, I don't know, 10 minutes, grabbed like a snack to eat like leftovers mm-hmm. or something. And then, then went, went back to work. So I definitely, if I have to, I can go through the day without like really taking much breaks, but mm-hmm. I prefer, I just find I can't focus for super long extended periods sure. of time. I just get, I just get bored and I'm like, I want to go do something like different even if it's just going and like making making another cup of coffee right so Mm -hmm. if it's like three minutes of just going to the bathroom getting getting a drink like Mm -hmm. that is immensely helpful for for me to just not feel like i'm dying (laughs) yeah Uh, i think there's plenty of data around this idea of 90 minutes and your brain running Mm -hmm. out of steam after 90 minutes i think 90 minutes too long for me break (laughs) yeah yeah. no yeah totally i know break off and and then maybe you know maybe for you that's 45 minutes that's 35 uh 30 minutes 37 minutes uh seven minutes because 38 minutes is too long (laughs) 38 and i just uh, i fall over it's bad so um yeah so i think that is incredibly. Oh, you've mentioned before that you use. Do you use Pomodoro timers? You know, I have. I will. I don't on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it's too much structure for me. Yeah. And, and same. That's not. Yeah. I'm. I don't have a. I I think it's just the season that I'm in because I've definitely gone through, you know, seasons where every day sitting at my computer to work is just like drudgery Um, yeah yeah like i've definitely been there and so then things like the pomodoro method Mm -hmm. um are helpful for those specific seasons of getting through those things of work for 40 for for 25 minutes take five minute Mm -hmm. break or you know whatever yeah because 25 minutes is like i can do 25 i can do anything for 25 minutes right you can sit on social media for 25 minutes you can like open a word doc and start Mm-hmm. smashing keyboard buttons for 25 minutes so mm-hmm. and yeah, then definitely magically by the end of that 25 minutes oh boy i i can keep working for a little bit longer yeah. you know yeah, sometimes exactly. you can't but a lot of exactly. times you're tricking your your brain into um beginning work which is the hardest part and then once yep. you get into that flow a lot of times your brain will go oh, okay we're here now this is good yeah i think specifically because I'm a, I'm a video editor right and so when well, i'm that's feeling- what you do yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, Whoa. Um, I instead of something like that, if I'm feeling kind of that that stuck, not not feeling like the productivity um, thing, I'll I'll just take my sequence and I'll duplicate it, and mm. and um, just have like a play sequence and just do whatever. You know, I have the freedom to mess up whatever you know i want with it and and try some different things and that gotcha so you you take the you take the pressure off a little bit yeah Um, and i I do that regularly like i i had the versions for this this edit 
tight edit that I had was like I had like 10 different versions and it was like version 1.2 version 1.3 version 1.4 version 2 version 2.1 2. you know (laughs) Uh, and um, so doing things like that that are highly specific to what your creativity creative field is is really helpful kind of whatever that barrier is um, just trying to eliminate eliminate (laughs) that is is probably one of the more more helpful things so yeah that's that's very interesting uh i've as i've gotten into my new full-time role i have um been introduced to the world of figma and <laughs> figma is really fun because it allows me to kind of have this uh this open board to kind of poke around with and so I've, I've only gotten into that in, in its early beginnings and its embryonic stages of like figuring out how I can utilize this for creative exploration and uh, also for creating uh, static um, assets as well or images for the lay folk. And I, I like that. I've also found, I've also noticed Apple Freeform. It's, a, uh, it's an app that Apple just put out. And you, if you're on the latest operating system, you probably have it. Been. I don't know if I am, but it's a it's like it's a board. It's like a Milanote or Milanote or whatever we're calling this. Uh, it's like a board where you can just throw crap on there. You can put links, put images, and all sorts of stuff. You bring it all together and put can sticky notes it? on there. Is it shareable? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the it's like it's like Apple shareable. You know, you have to they have to have an Apple account, so right. you can do it like that. But that's very helpful too. That's actually way less involved than Figma. So that's something that's where really you can, nice. yeah, you can spark your creativity by having a, a place that you can just vomit stuff. And also though, like stepping away from the computer is always a really helpful thing for allowing your brain to open up a little bit, um, come out of this tight step-by-step process that you've done over and over and over if you're doing creative work. And being able to walk around, find something that just kind of gives your your brain a bit more of a spark. Sometimes I'm watching some videos. Sometimes um, I'm walking around the block, things like that, conversation, whatever. Uh, all of that can can make the, those things easier. I've found that when I'm in a position where I feel like I need to use a timer and I feel like I'm just really grinding, something is off. Something, my, my meter is... My, my wellness meter is ticking and I probably need to step away and figure out how to how to fix that externally before I s- jump back into the to the project and when I'm in a really good headspace that's when those things will flow and also uh, energy management that's something that we can talk about more as well because I uh, I've noticed that early in the morning when I first wake up I can I can fly through problems. But once evening comes, I start to look at the problem or even midday a lot of times too. I start to look at the problem and I'm, I'm stuck on it. And I'm like, ugh, like my head is hurting trying to figure out how to solve this little thing that I'm stuck on. And um, sometimes you ha- you know, it's a good idea to push through and figure out how to solve that problem. But sometimes if you have the ability, it's helpful to step away and come back to that thing the next day and you will probably solve that problem very quickly. Um, has that been your experience? Yeah, definitely sometimes. I, I 
I'm a very depends kind of person. Mm. Um, sometimes I need that break, and I like those breaks. And sometimes I just, it's just an excuse because I'm, yeah, you know, I don't want to do sure, sure, the work sure. that I'm doing. And so sometimes I need to just sit down and just sort of like do something. And mm-hmm. even if I, I also think that, well, sometimes it's a momentum problem, right? So your momentum's yeah. at zero and you need to get the train rolling. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you want to identify the difference between those two things is exhaustion <laughs> versus momentum. Yeah. I looked, so, I, okay, so you guys won't necessarily see this, but I was looking, or we're on StreamYard right now, and I watched my hand move towards the edge of the screen, and I swear I just saw my hand go outside of the screen. But I think <laughs> I just made that up. It was like three-dimensional. <laughs> That would those kind of ads fun. that you see on like Instagram or something where the like they have the white border and the, the whatever oh, the people come out of they it come like over the white border <laughs> always trips me out yeah um sorry I, I distracted us no there's again. something that you're saying that I was thinking about um I think too that it's easy to especially in like the creative stuff I can't really speak to anything else but it's easy to fall into the like what I'm doing and what I make and the decision that I that I make has to be perfect. And sometimes mm. it's better just to have something that's like okay, mm. and then to then you can come back at it later and, and, oh, and yes. iterate upon that. So instead of yes. like doing nothing and taking a break, sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes you just have to make make a pile of garbage, mm. but at least make a pile, and then you can kind of come at it later and take it from. 25% great to so it's like a know, washing, 75% great. It's like a washing machine and like a vacuum cleaner and a chair yeah, exactly, all stacked right? up and it's not quite right, but yeah. you can come back the next day and you can, uh, I don't know how you would turn that into an it's, art piece. It's, but not a, it's not a great it's not Then a great algae analogy, fell apart. But... I'm sorry. I tried. Um, but yes, but I get your point. Just, it's a good point. Just Sometimes you just need to do something and, and sometimes I think for me, I can get hung up on the like, well, I know that what I'm going to make is not going to be awesome. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. do anything. And that's not always the right answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. I think, like I said, it's like identifying the difference between brain fry and a lack of momentum, mm-hmm. so, you know, getting your, yeah. getting your wheels turning. They're a little bit, they're a little bit uh, rusty and they're not moving really well and you have to get them going. Yeah. Uh, so to to oh, did you want to say anything else about well, that? Well, I, I was just thinking that it, it's a lot of it has to do with kind of that that practice and self awareness of knowing which one you need and having yes. like those tools in your tool belt and practicing each one of them so you mm-hmm. know that oh, I need to go do this thing for the best output or I right, need to right. go do this other thing for that. But That's ideally, it. if you're man, I, and and I hope something that can be emphasized here is that the things outside of the creative work are the things that support the creative work and if you can get those things right you'll probably find yourself in those positions less in the first place yeah yeah if 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 things in your your life are more harmonious it's going to make your creative work more harmonious sure and so if you're focusing on create your creative work so much that you're completely neglecting the fatherhood side of things on the extreme end, then your creative work is probably going to suffer because of that. 
there's going to be a disharmony happening there. Yeah, or or even worse, your creative work is 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 great because you're putting so much time into it, but that is a not. And so then you feel validated in it, but mm. then that's not a worthwhile price to pay for for, you know, not spending time with your children. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess okay, maybe it can go either both way, ways. Either your way. creative work is amazing. You're making the best stuff out there, yeah. but your children your children hate you. So yeah. that's yeah. Um, but definitely hmm. what you're saying that's a hard choice ben <laughs> just kidding um yeah okay okay so um yes yeah, so so breaks are good energy management any other thoughts on on energy management that you've you've worked on in over time man i don't know because i get like i get less sleep than than ever and mm. i get up at when I'm when I'm not sick, which I've been sick for like the past month, just in and out of d- different illnesses. When I'm not sick, I'm usually up. By, maybe you should sleep more. Maybe I should sleep more. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm just I'm fine. I'm usually okay. Um, I usually like, get up shit, at like four thirty, right? <laughs> like oh, I get up at four thirty. I feel fine. Um, and just just because that's I to in order to get that my personal creative work in in the day, sure. I have to get up early. Sure, um, sure, order, sure. Otherwise, yeah. that's not going to happen. So I don't have any healthy tips for managing <laughs> energy. Um, it's just lots of coffee and, I don't know, willpower. <laughs> the willpower to, like, not take naps and I love that. The things like that. It's, Pro it's, tip, don't, don't worry about sleep. <laughs> coffee and willpower. <laughs> you know, I also think, I will say, just, just going to bed earlier. I think I I used to stay up late, and I know lots of people stay up late, you know, watching TV and stuff. Mm. And it's like, well, that's not gonna help you sleep better, right? And it's not gonna help you sleep longer, right? So actually, spend quality time with your spouse and talk to them and play a game, and then mm. you're gonna get sleepy and you go to bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So is your wife? Uh, is she home as well generally? Yeah. So she doesn't work she just well she works very hard taking care of our boys yeah. at home all the time um yeah so she doesn't have a real job <laughs> taking care of your household and your children it's not real that doesn't take any time how, how long does it take to do your laundry um come yeah. on <laughs> so she does that and you know she'll she'll take the boys out to see cousins or, or whatever that's amazing but, but yeah she's she's at home most of the time as well so yeah that's super cool that's that's really awesome um so are the are the kids being sent off at all do you guys have babysitters family how what uh, have you found help in that regard or is it just kind of you guys it's it's mostly just us we definitely could take advantage of it more but it's more so it's almost more trouble to do some of that than it's Mm. worth and we don't do daycare or, or anything like that so um yeah not 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 really we probably should take advantage of of like like my niece is is uh 12 um and so she definitely could definitely take advantage of her more um for babysitting and stuff but Mm -hmm. we don't (laughs) so let me ask you a bit more uh, about this idea of structure and do you find that you work well under us um how much structure do you feel like you work well under 
the reason why I say this is because I am always trying to introduce a certain level of more structure into my life because I have ADHD and I naturally, I need that structure to some degree to, to keep myself on task. And, but what, what I found is that if I put so much structure in, or, or maybe I should say if I put structure in my life to the, but I don't include the part that um, nourishes me. And so maybe that is me walk, going on a walk, that's me exercising, or that's me, you know, play, uh, playing a game or um, social time or uh, alone time, things like that. If I don't do that, I'll eventually, I can put all the structure on myself, but I'll eventually, it feels like I just kind of have a blowout somewhere. And normally that's at the end. Blowout? That's at the end of the day, like a tire, not maybe not like a <laughs> like, like a, diaper. a diaper. Yeah. Although I guess that could work. Uh, <laughs> I have I have a, a metaphorical um, non fecal matter <laughs> blowout and automotive blowout and automotive. Blowout. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have should have prefaced not better. that. Somehow not better. <laughs> um, I I have this automotive blowout with my productivity or my life. And normally that happens at the end of the day when I need to go to bed and then I don't go to bed on time because I finally am released from this structure. That's what it feels like. And so like, where's, I, I first I'll say, I think there has to be balance between the productivity side, the getting things done, the, the work, grit, hardcore, be uncomfortable, push yourself, all of this stuff and the Take a step back, nourish yourself, fill your cup back up. There has to be a balance there. Um, I haven't quite figured that out yet, and I'm, um, I, but I've learned a lot of things over time, I guess. But how have you know? How do you manage that type of world? Yeah, I think, I think I would, I would hypothesize that broadly speaking, people think that they're too much of a X kind of person or why kind of person broadly speaking um and oh i couldn't do that because i'm a this kind of person mm-hmm. um but we're all i think that people are very good at adapting and so i think given like certain circumstances you, you just have to do things in a certain way in order to accommodate mm-hmm. and so i definitely think that um I've, I've gone through a lot of different like phases right through just my whole life of lots of structure, very little structure sure. and things like that. Um, I think that I have a, a moderate amount of structure now um, just in terms of, you know, my schedule, right? Like my schedule every day for the most part is very consistent. That's my, that's my structure. Um, and I think that that's incredibly helpful, but inside that, I, I mean, maybe that's very little structure. Maybe that's a lot of structure for different mm-hmm. people. Um, and I think I used to think, no, I think I've always been a, a fairly like I need some sort of structure. Not like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want, you know, it uh, binding me too closely, right? Mm-hmm. Where every minute is is tracked. Um, but some sort of structure, like a, you know. Here's the hours that I work in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And I just think that that helps get things done. Sort of, sort of the um, the Parkinson's law kind of thing. Like if I have all day to work on something, then I'm gonna, 
you know, right. dilly dally around and um, maybe not. So, right, right. Yeah. I, yeah. There's I, a, there's a certain, um, yeah, there's a certain thing that happens when you have uh, a crunch on your time that's, that's not um, too extreme, but, but I think you used a good word there, moderate. And that allows you to, and, but sometimes I think more extreme crunches can be helpful. I guess it depends on what you're up to. But like, I found that when I'm, for example, these conversations, I found that when I have a time crunch on the conversation, the conversation compresses in a really cool way. Mm. Uh, ironically, we don't really have a time. I didn't even ask you if you had a hard out for this, but hopefully it's, are we, are we good? I don't think so. I think we're good. I think okay, we're good okay. for now. Uh, so uh, we a, don't really I have, have a time crunch, so we're probably just hard out. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see. What is that for me? Oh gosh, that's a hard conversion. How um, many minutes do you have left? I have uh, ninety minutes left. Oh goodness. Okay. But I don't. I don't think, I don't think go we need. Long. I don't think we need. Should. Need what is this, Joe Rogan? <laughs> so four hours. The, so we're probably just meandering and not providing any value because there's no crunch time. But I found that that can be. Um, that can be helpful, but yeah, there's like, there is this balance between, for me, between feeling too stifled and feeling too open. The being more stifled, I think produces, that's so weird because it produces results like sheer results, but being more open produces more creativity to make those results better. Mm. So like everything, it seems to be a harmony. Hmm. That has to be struck, I suppose. Yeah, I, th I, I yeah, I think I'm just thinking about myself when I've had deadlines and not, and I definitely, I I get uh, a, a decision paralysis mm -hmm. if I don't have like anything, kind of I don't know, uh, any sort of like catalyst. Mm -hmm. So. I definitely have to have like something that otherwise I'm just going to be like, Oh, well, it's not good enough. You know, like, well, my script's never going to be good enough. So I'm just going to write something mm -hmm. and write it as fast as possible and then shoot the video mm -hmm. and then figure it out later. Um, Cause otherwise I would just be like, Oh, well I could do this. And then, then I end up on Twitter somehow. And <laughs> you know, I don't know. How does that always happen? Uh -huh. Um, so yeah yeah uh what was i gonna ask you i found that um oh man what was I gonna... oh yeah so there's this interest and i think hopefully we can hopefully we can relate on this something i found that's interesting about video work and i don't know what other area industries it applies to but with video work it can be video work is a big it's a big undertaking. Each time, each time you make a video, it's a pretty big undertaking. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of uh, assets that you have to collect. There are assets that you may not even know that you have to collect. The better you are as edit, as an editor, the more you're gonna know how many assets you're probably gonna have to collect, how long that's mm -hmm. gonna take, what, what the edit's gonna look like, right? And so when you go into a pro professional world and you're making videos, that is more important than ever. You have to be able to tell the client or if you have someone between you and the client, tell the person who's gonna tell the client, it's probably gonna take about this much time. So that's an important thing to, to know and you know to be able to communicate. But um, 
it can be really hard to estimate how long something's going to take a lot of times. And so deadlines are, a lot of people think of deadlines in the sense that they are in fact a deadline. Like it has to be done by this time. And ideally that's what you want a deadline to be, but how do how do how do we as video editors figure out how to manage that um give enough space in the beginning and and especially with somebody who has um tighter schedules like we do because we have kids right how do we how do we how could we better manage that uh that's something i'm i'm thinking about and working on all the time yeah that's a really good question um I'm probably still figuring that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's, I think there's lots of little things that you can do, right? Of mm-hmm. just, I mean, one of the things very simply is um, just tracking your hours of mm-hmm. how long it takes to uh, on a on a specific project. Like, how many hours did I work on this edit, mm-hmm. right? And then you start to get an idea of, okay, for this kind of edit, it takes me this long. Okay, where was I slowed down? Okay, well, that's not going to happen in the future because I know how to do that. So I'm going to be faster there. Or, well, this takes a long time just because, you know, sound design takes a long time because I really like it. And so I like, you know, making that really good, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And so I I think it's just having some sort of self-awareness or something to kind of track how long it takes you to do something and then... Um, you know, just kind of understanding how long that takes. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be, that can be beneficial for, I don't have to do any of the like product project management stuff for my, my work. And so that's kind of great and also terrible because it means that, well, I have however long I'm given to get mm. something done. And then it's up to me to manage my time and you know there's been times where it's like well i gotta get up at 4 30 not to work on my own personal projects but i gotta work on my you know my my day job mm. projects so those are always that's always rough because mm. you're kind of sacrificing that that kind of special time for for your own things but um you gotta do what you gotta do so i don't know if that answers your question but no i, I, I think, think track, tracking your hours is a good place to start yeah, yeah there, there's nuggets there i think something that's been really helpful for me is starting as early as humanly possible on the projects. So if you have projects on your plate, don't don't wait until a certain point in the future, especially if you're somebody who struggles to understand how, how time is going to operate in the future. Uh, somebody, if you have a certain level of time blindness and um, you found yourself in positions where you're like, oh crap, I really did not have enough time for that. Mm-hmm. Starting as early as possible gets you, for one, I mean, it gets the thing done faster. But two, as you go, you can go, oh, okay, I'm here now. It's probably going to take about this much more time. So I can I can let off the gas a little bit here. Maybe I can hop over to another project. Maybe I can go, you know, spend a couple, spend a little bit of time with the family. And I know that I'm going to have this much time left roughly before I get to, because at that point you're going to have more data about how long the project's actually going to take. Right. Uh, Whereas at the beginning, you probably have a much more two-dimensional sense of how much time everything's going to take. Now, the more you do the same type of project, the more you're going to, the more three-dimensional that's going to be for sure. Like there are certain videos where I can, 
I can go, okay, that's, I, I know roughly about how much time that's, that's going to take. But there are other ones where it's like, okay, there's, we're doing something new here. Maybe there's more animation involved. Animation notoriously takes a really long time. So, you know, the, really? all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's things called keyframes. You got to hand animate that. Doesn't that take like five minutes? What? Oh yeah. Wait, are we joking? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, we're joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, you know, well, we do have the AI stuff coming along, so hopefully that'll speed things up. No. Have you seen that recut thing where it cuts all the the spaces out of your your like audio? And yeah. Video? Yeah. That's pretty the, neat. like descript. I want to try it. Yeah, descript. That's another one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to try that out. I'm curious how much that would be helpful. But anyway, so uh, yeah, I think being really, really time focused is a is a big deal for creatives. Yeah. To, for people who are, you know, if you're an accountant or whatever, you're probably automatically time focused. But for people like us, there's a it can be very difficult to stay time focused. Uh, we we go off of momentum and inspiration and uh, you know and and just like do the thing until it gets done that kind of uh, yeah. sentiment. And um, there's a certain level of perfectionism that we're all engaging in, and that's something I feel like I want to talk about perfectionism a lot more because perfectionism can really like, I don't think the answer is just don't be perfectionistic, whereas I think that's a lot of times what the answer is. But I don't think it's right because the reason why we do, reason why we have the work that we have, the reason why we we are good at what we do is because we are perfectionistic to some degree. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain level of detail work that has to go into what we do. If I showed my mom a video edit, and she would definitely say I'm being too detailed, but I, but all of those things we would probably both agree are like crucial for <laughs> for the yeah. video to actually work, you know. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's there, there's balance to be had in perfectionism, but I think you can't throw it out completely. Yeah. But you have to fit it all within this this thing we call time. Yeah, I agree. I I do think that there has to be a balance of the inspiration and discipline too of mm-hmm. of kind of re- using both as a tool mm-hmm. um because sometimes you don't feel the inspiration or motivation but sure you still got to do stuff and so working on on the discipline it's like working out right you don't always sure. want to work out but um mm-hmm. well yeah. and the and the, the thing is is that if you don't have the 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 deadline pushing at you from the other side, you, uh, your brain will not go into the certain type of state that will allow you to create. Um, I should I shouldn't say it won't, because a lot of times you can you can, you know, you can spend a bunch of time on a project that you're not necessarily trying to put out at any specific time in the future, and you can do some cool stuff. But there's a certain place that your mind goes into when you know that that thing's over there. I have to get this done by then, and I have to do it well. And talking about the flow state, James? The flow, yeah, the, the flow f- state. Yep. yep, the flow state. That flow state, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the greatest state of them all. Yeah, I like Washington, flow states. Idaho, Montana, South Carolina, the flow state. Oh right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what was happening there until the end. Yeah. 
I don't know where the flow state is geographically. I was assu- I was thinking you were naming states with rivers in them. That was what my mind was doing. Well, I, was like, I, I've, I know there's at least one state that doesn't have a river in it. And that I, is... I was, no, I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. <laughs> and I, kinda, I was like, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yep. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so here's let's let's jump into this. Uh, let's jump into communication between you and your spouse mm. person because there, I think that's something that is going to um, keep chaos from ensuing amongst us. And that's I've had to go into a whole new level of communication with my wife. Communication has taken on a deeper a deeper uh, role in the past. When I have, when it was just me and my wife, we could kind of get by on limited communication, if that makes sense. But now that we have a kid, we have to rely on each other to give each other the time to work. Because both me and my wife are working. So, and, and we're very blessed to be able to work from home. And uh, I would highly recommend it. It's really cool. But we have to rely on each other to to pass off the the little one so that we can get our work done whereas before we could we could work for eight hours not talk to each other and then just come back to each other at the end of the day Mm. and say hey great day let's eat dinner you know fun so how um i i found that we have to have more meetings so um uh, uh, counseling it can be very helpful when you first have a kid because it is it allows you to um, smooth out those rough edges and you have to be on your a game for your kid uh they're gonna they're watching you they're learning everything from you everything about the way that they're going to be formed is formed by you so i think i think having this um constant flow of and schedule of communicating with each other is going to be very helpful in keeping um, catastrophes from happening where you know one person doesn't feel like they're able to have enough time to do this thing to work or or enough leisure time even um, co- the, the the communication has to be constant I think and obviously there's some play there everybody has a different dynamic but it, it, it needs to be prioritized. But how has that looked for you? Um, has, mm. has, that been a, has that been an easy thing for you guys or has that been more difficult? Sure. Well, I, I, I definitely want to hear you talk about this a little bit more mm-hmm. um, because definitely, I definitely used to think that I was a lot better communicator mm-hmm. and you know, maybe in some ways with certain people, but definitely I've had to work on that a decent amount with, with my wife. Um, and yeah, I'm, I mean, this is still definitely an area that I'm, I'm working on. I think. Oh, I lost you. I think you bonked your audio. He bonked his audio. Well, He's gone. Oh, he's dead. This is, this he's, is our. Oh, now, now it's buzzing. It sounds. It's very See, intense. This is that intermission I told you about. 
Okay, right, I didn't have die. to charge my microphone. He's got to charge his microphone. Oh um, no! All right, we good? I think so. We're right, talking we're, about communication. We're back after uh, Ben's mic so rudely my, interrupted my us. Technical difficulties. <laughs> um, I feel like a noob, but no, you're good. No, you're you're fine. It's uh, everything's good. This I, these problems happen. Yeah. No. Um, but in terms of like communicating, like it's helpful that my wife doesn't doesn't work right and so she's mm-hmm. very flexible and in, in terms of in terms of things like her her job is to to you know kind of manage the house and and take care of the mm-hmm. boys right so that makes i don't know I, I feel like in terms of hey i've got to do this work and this work and and you know whatever you know the communication is fairly simple and, and basic hey i've got to go out and do this shoot hey i got to go to the studio and do this thing hey you know i'll be working i think the big thing is if i anticipate I didn't used to do this, but if I had any inkling that oh, I think I'm going to have to be working until five today, then mm-hmm. just letting her know um, like the day before, if possible, or the, the morning of, I think that has been the most important thing. If instead of just being like, oh, well, I've got to go do my work and I'll be done whenever, but like kind of giving her some sort of expectation of, of when that is going to be. And obviously it's disappointing, but it's more frustrating for her if she's like making dinner and like expecting me to come down for dinner and then I don't, uh, if she has no heads up. So that I think has been super key to kind of practice and do more, more for her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that the one of the things I learned once I had a kid is that the pressure you have a we all have pressure valves right where where the pressure builds up and builds up and there's a certain amount of pressure that you're operating under before you end up having a kid and the kid obviously brings more pressure to that and so if your pressure is all already almost peaked out the mm-hmm. kid's gonna just you know the the thing on the tea kettle is gonna f- kind of fly up and it's gonna make a noise kind of like what your mic was doing a second ago, um, and so that was it was a that was an audio illustration that Ben just provided us. So this was all anytime, planned out. Anytime all, I'll let my microphone battery die. Thank <laughs> just you, for ben. you, James. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> In the uh, middle of a shoot, I got you, man. <laughs> great. I we could always rely on Ben's mic to fail in the middle of the shoot. Uh, there's one thing we know about Ben. It says Mike will fail in the middle of the shoot. Freaking Mike! Come on, man. Get it together. <laughs> um, the I well, your audio sounds really good. I, I know. I want to reiterate that. Like it's really nice and clean. Oh, good. This is a good oh. mic. What are you using? This is. Uh, I don't know which one it is, but it's a Deity. It's one of their shotgun oh. mics. Okay. I need to pick up a good shotgun mic. Anyway, so um, uh, yeah. So that pressure. So if you. Uh, going into being a, a, a parent, you want to try to relieve as much of that pressure as possible. Okay, so now you are a parent. You're already a parent. Pressure's over, right? It's just all bad. It, it's it's going over. It's like the um, boiling water that's coming over the edge of the pot. So you have to step back and audit your your everything, and you have to decide what pressures can I can I tone back a little bit. Um, what, what things are most important, prioritize, sacrifice. And the, um, obviously the kid is going to be, uh, way up there at the top. So you have to make sure that you're putting in time with your, with your kid, putting in time with your spouse. And so the, 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 there's also the time delegation issue here where 
people are people and things have a certain amount of time allotted to them. And so when the kid comes along, the kid just like fills up that whole allotment. And so you have to figure out how to, how to organize all of that together. But I've found also that the importance of love and service and sacrifice for one another becomes more, um, I don't want to say important because all of our lives, all of that is imminently important, but it comes, becomes more prominent and needed than ever before because you have, <clears throat> first off, you have a little one relying on you who's trying to put their finger in a light socket. Um, they're screaming at you and you have to, you need to, you need to have energy for that, right? Um, but then you have the spouse who's off, often suffering. A lot of times the wife is putting so much time into taking care of the kids and the house and all of this stuff. And, and, um, and our wives are so good at sacrificing that, it, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm put to shame most of the time because my wife is so good at sacrificing her time. And it's an opportunity to learn how to be more sacrificial and make sure that we're putting time into the kid, but also into the wife that you, there's a certain amount of selfishness that I was able to partake in before I was a dad that I just can't, I can't do it anymore. Now, a lot of times that is spoken in our society as, man, it's going to take all this time. You can't, you know, you can't have your own time anymore, but the, so it's, it's kind of rendered in a bad way. Mm. I think it's beautiful. I think it's wonderful because yeah. it, it reminds you that you, that it's not all about you. <laughs> you have, <laughs> you have somebody who you can, it's an, it's a responsibility and opportunity. You have somebody who you can pour into your kid and your wife, you can pour in, you can pour into them or kids. And, um, and it's this beautiful, awesome opportunity that, that we you know get to be a part of. And so I don't know, my goal is always that I'm balancing all of those things well, because mm. like, yeah, you got to provide, of course, that's a big part of, of being a dad. But, um, if you can balance all those pieces well, and recognize that they need to be balanced, recognize that one can't just take over the whole thing, then, um, that's a good way to to make sure that everybody's being taken care of, and 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 uh, and I think this is probably like a counselor word, but like temperature check, like temperature check your wife, mm. temperature check your your baby, um, not like literally, but like metaphorically, um, temperature check yourself. I've learned that my uh, one of the things I realized um, in the past mm, six months or so was that what I'll do is I'll, I'll kind of, it's kind of like the pressure valve anal analogy, but like I think of a meter, the meter, when we freak out is when the meter's all the way over and it's like wiggling on the end and it has no more room. What I've tried to start doing is catching that meter when it just starts going up a little bit. It hasn't even mm -hmm. made it to the red yet, but like being, being aware of myself and going, Oh, something's wrong here. And then tending to that before it goes way over. And, um, now, you know, I have not figured out how to perfectly balance my meter, my wife's meter and my kids meter and uh, work meter and other projects meter, family meter, community meter, church meter. Um, that's all, you know, all of that stuff is, you know, takes a lot of work. But that's why I said it's like prioritize and sacrifice. You have to you have to figure out how how to give the most important things more time, give the least important things less time. Uh, sometimes you can give it no time. 
most of the time you have to give it less time because it needs some level of maintenance. Yeah. And so like prioritization in, in the brain, prioritization in your apps or your notebook or whatever, getting all of that stuff into, into order from chaos, all of that I've found can be helpful for me. What do you yeah. think? No, totally. I mean, I in terms of like the, the sacrificing, 100% like parenting and 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 all that you know there are sacrifices that need to be made and i think that it's you know they're totally worthwhile sacrifices to make it's like well i'm spending less time playing video games but i have this you know this son that i get to play with right like that that's you know infinitely more 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 valuable um i don't know when, when you're talking about all that um I was just thinking about how how so much of that is messed up with like phones and like how mm. easy it is to be on your phone. Like that's a nice transition, Ben. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's so much harder to to do those like what you're saying, like those temperature checks or, or like paying attention when you, you know you're just holding on to your phone and you're on your phone, you know, around. So you know when I'm a, when I'm around Robin, my son. I I will try to not be on my my phone at all if I can. Um, and so, you know, we go outside and I'll bring my phone because I want to take pictures or video and stuff. But, you know, I'll walk around with him. I'll try to be attentive. And when we're doing breakfast mm. and stuff like like, you know, having my phone on the other side of the room um, so much easier to engage and so much less less frustrating you know when you're you're trying to do something on your phone and you have your kid like asking you questions and it's so frustrating that you completely eliminate that frustration yeah yeah by getting rid of the phone it's mm -hmm. like and same thing with like you know my wife and and stuff like that and so yeah and we have to remember um, we're, te we're teaching our kids something yeah we're we're doing yeah. that as well so that's that's been something that i've been trying to work on kind of in it for a similar reason mm. um to, to just be more attentive and, and by way of that, everybody's kind of more in tune with each other, listening better and, and, um, and all that stuff. So not, a, not a hundred percent related to it, but that's, mm -hmm. that's what I was thinking of kind of, kind of how, how phones kind of can, can really get in the way of, of sort of those, that interpersonal communication. The thing is, is there is actually a lot more time, a lot of times that we've, fill up with mindless uh, meandering online. We, my, and, my wife and I, we, we ask each other, we, we say, hey, are you mindlessly browsing? And it's it's <laughs> That's good. 90% of the time. Accountability, it, there's another thing, right? Yeah, 90% of the time we are mindlessly browsing. And so mm -hmm. we'll be like, okay, then put the phones down. And then right. invariably like, yeah, no. Five minutes later, we'll be back on the phone. We'll do the same thing over again. <laughs> it's too painful to live in the real oh world. I just like Twitter. It keeps opening itself. You're right. Yeah, I've had times where I'll open my phone and I'll go. I'll be on Twitter. I'll be like, I don't want to be on Twitter. I'll I'll swipe it away. I'll look away for a second. I'll come back. And then immediately I've already message. swiped over to the second page where I have Twitter for a reason. And then I'm I'm clicking Twitter and then I'm like, how did I get in Twitter? <laughs> Yeah. This is a, and so, um, and I've that's been a, a big thing I've been working on lately for myself is figuring out how to manage because I think I have a dopamine addiction, mm. right? And I need to, I need to, I, and what I found is when I don't 
use my phone or you know scroll or whatever I, when, I'm, when i don't feel like a big thing for me is feeling like i have to listen to something all the time mm. because i'm i'm because I'm, it's learning so i'm i feel like it's a really good thing that i'm learning and i mean you know it's good to learn but i noticed that i started like having this low-grade anxiety in me all the time and that um and and so i was finding that the my day was just more stressful and I've, and I've, I've done this multiple times and then I just like, I come back out of, out of this epiphany revelation moment and then fall back into my, my bad ways. But I noticed that when I intentionally separate myself from my phone, um, not, not necessarily physically, although that's always helpful. But when I'm, when I say, I'm not going to listen to anything right now, I'm just going to walk around my house in silence and do, do things, you know, whatever work, laundry, you know, uh, hang out with, with the kid, be in that silence. Uh, it only takes me about 10 minutes for me to be immediately in a much more peaceful state mm. of mind. Yeah. And that, and, and whenever, so I don't know, I, I just, um, that's been a really wonderful thing that I've caught. And I think it lends to this idea of energy management as well, because when, your brain is not focusing on on jumping from dopamine reward center spiking activity to another all the time then your brain has a lot more bandwidth to focus on your work and to focus on your family and and real life is actually much more um it's much more elegant and flowing and slow motion than all of that stuff but we've taught ourselves to go Go blah 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 Twitter, blah blah blah, blah Instagram, and and it's just nonstop bombardment. You didn't of... mention Facebook in there. What are you doing, man? <laughs> oh, oh, is Facebook hopping now? <laughs> Meta. <laughs> Meta. Oh yeah, but, right. But no, I, seriously, I was thinking about how. I don't even know what to do on Facebook well, anymore. I don't. I don't know true. what. It's, I open the app. So many, and I'm like, ah. So many ads on Facebook, but yeah. I was thinking it's it's weird how when you think about how exhausting it is to be on social media like i don't mm. know if you've ever it's exhausting you know, you've been scrolling for like 30 minutes and you get done and you're like man i have a headache you know it's very yeah. and then what you're saying of like focusing your energy on the, the things that need your energy and and not yeah not social like we need to channel a bit more of like the 80 year old person who gets up every day and they sit on their porch for four hours yeah, like, maybe not go dream. too far, but uh, maybe need... maybe thirty minutes, maybe not <laughs> maybe hours. thirty minutes. But yeah, that that like whenever you watch an old person live and you realize how slow their life moves, there is uh, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a piece about that that yeah. is really wonderful. And so I think us in our busy lives, if we could channel a bit more of that, I think we we're gonna be in a much better headspace. Yeah, I I, I think too even you were talking about listening to like educational stuff and you know, it's good cause I'm learning things. And, and I, I think just kind of like talking, thinking about like the recharging and the, the productivity and stuff, it's good to do things that are not productive. Like I've been uh, in 2021, I started reading books and then mm -hmm. this year I started listening to, to books and that's been just so, so wonderful because mm -hmm. it's just fiction, like fun candy books right mm -hmm. and but it's very recharging and mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't feel like I have to learn anything. I don't have to, you know, do anything. It's exciting. It's fun. It's, you know, exhilarating all of those things. And, you know, I'm, I listen to it and I'm like, ah, I want to listen to more. And like, it's very energizing. It has sort of, I feel like the, the opposite effect of, of mm-hmm. listening to podcasts or, yes, or yes. something. Um, so, well, and I think yeah. that that's a bit of what I was talking about. Books mimic life a bit more in the sense that they are much more uh, slow moving engage. It's something that you can kind of that uh, tap into. And some parts are like a little bit boring and then some parts are a little bit more exciting and there's this um, kind of more elegant flow to things um, unless it's like a like Lord of the Rings where it's just it's like it's like way too long but um, dude I, I, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings in years and last night not the movies the books well I, I, okay well well my wife was reading the book They're perfect listening to the book my wife was listening to the book like last month and so uh-huh. uh we we watched like the first half of the fellowship of the ring last night which was which was great mm-hmm. um i just needed to put that in there because i love lord of the rings and uh at least yeah and so i they don't they don't that they don't make movies like that anymore, i don't like man. they don't make them like they used to no. uh, so, I, I, Oh, my my church did a like movie night for kids and uh-huh. it, we it was cars and uh even cars is like this is a great movie like they don't yeah. make movies like they used to yeah, disney, was, disney pixar fun. has gone downhill it was escapism it was just pleasant it was enjoyable yeah. to watch good morals to the story like, good morals yeah. uh oh boy are we about to go into a political discussion we probably shouldn't go that direction <laughs> right now so um uh whew. Where was I? Oh, so yeah, we do need to we, we do need to like take the gas off um, a bit more in, in our busy uh, modern yeah. lives and um, news events and uh, you know just the the quick ca- uh, you mentioned candy like as a as a word but I think you meant it in one sense I mean it in another sense like the the quick um, really tasty candy posts that we're all getting used you know we're all doing more and more of and um there's i've just there's a i don't think our brains are supposed to do that all the time Mm -mm. and i think we have to we have to do things that are a bit more bit more old school for lack of a better word i think if i were a busier person if i had the day job kind of starving artist sort of thing whether i had a family or not and you know i'm working so much and i'm exhausted i think i think the first thing that i would would do if i had the presence of mind would just to be stop stop using social media just because Mm -hmm. of the energy and exhaustion that it brings and replace it with with something that's energy replenishing you know whether that's the walks outside or the reading the books or you know, whatever, doing that, having that time of like slow down and, and, and recharge and just not being on social media at all. I think, I think social media should be considered more of a luxury Mm. than, than, uh, I don't know, than a basic, Ah. basic need. I think it's a luxury of having that, that time and that energy that you can expend with it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, and that that, go, that goes back to the idea of structure. You have to put it in a structure mm-hmm. that that uh, serves you better. Yeah, and it should be a, that that lowest priority kind of thing, mm-hmm. 
too. Like if you, yeah. No. I, I, I don't want to apply myself to every other creator too, too much here, but I think we could probably resonate on some level that one of the, the biggest issues that we're dealing with as, as people, whether we have kids or not, is this, this like constant vibration of, of anxious energy that comes from engaging online all the time. Mm-hmm. And we are always thinking, man, I just don't have enough time to do this, 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 and this. But I think there's something happening there where if we took that piece out, I think our brains would have more bandwidth to to take on all the stuff that we have on our plate. Yeah. I think it would actually create more time, but I also think it would create it would it would create more bandwidth and energy in our heads to spend time yeah. on on all of that stuff. I agree. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think this is a good this is a good place to wrap up. Cool. Um, yeah. I May mean, I say the last thing is just like, you know, you got you got some sweet little kids, enjoy them. Yeah. Always enjoy them. Yeah, it's important to enjoy your kids. Oh man. Play with yeah. them. Spend time with them. Don't be on your phone with them. Right. Like, yeah. It's universally applicable. <laughs> yeah. Now, being a dad is so so fantastic. Oh, it's, it's the best. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Um, uh, go check out Ben. If go uh, check out James. Oh, okay. Yep. So if you're watching it on on his <laughs> channel, go check out me. If you're watching on my channel, go check out him. Go go click the next video. If you're watching on my channel, check out me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go click the next channel. What'd you say? No, sorry. Go go click the next video. You go know the on. the Mr. Beast thing of like you gotta keep keep making them watch the next video oh. from from the creator. So go watch more James's videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the next one, crap, I haven't made it yet. You have to make the video so you know what you're gonna send them to, right? The next well, one we're gonna talk about more street or, or photography plan, videos or plan. Yeah, uh, it might be street photography. Um, Okay, well, it's going to be something. Maybe I'll make a green tea tutorial. What does nice. that even look like? How would you make a green tea tutorial? You'd have to do loose, loose leaf. Loose leaf. Yeah. You For me, it would just be it, like... Measure the leaves out. <laughs> heat up the water, put the tea bag in the mug, pour the water on the tea bag. Wait or you can make it even minute. more simple and just microwave it. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, we're talking about productivity and, and saving time and stuff. Yeah, microwave. that's it. All right, what are we talking about? Okay, know. so um, thank you, Ben, for your insights. This has been really fun. So um, yeah, thank you. So I, I'm glad we could finally make a video together. I feel yeah, like, you know, great. we've been having some conversations behind the scenes. We've been becoming friends we found each other on the internet so the internet is good can be good can be good um so this has been this has been really fun okay thanks man thank you guys bye excellent and i'm leaving okay bye no just kidding (laughs) okay that's it i hope you did enjoy it ben is awesome it's very high quality very kind guy if you did enjoy this if you want to hit the like button and or subscribe that would be wonderful and if you want to share some thoughts below that'd be wonderful as well love to chat with you guys i hope you have a lovely day goodbye